Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Back Talk. I'm Kayla. And I'm Julia. We are back on episode 62. Ooh, that's the first time we've ever done it in unison. Oh my God. Is it? No, I feel like we've done it before. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Okay, I'm going to jump right into what's good because mine is really short. Um, mm-hmm. So Meek Mill dropped his album. It's called Championships. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie and say I listened to the whole thing because I did not. I, I specifically either. listened to the song that had Jay-Z and another figure in it um are we gonna talk about that oh that's my clownery oh um i'm just gonna highlight jay-z because y'all know how i feel by now um his verse go back you have to go and listen to it because i tried to listen to it like okay let me listen and i had to run it back four times mm-hmm. just to catch the words and not even try to understand all the meanings and all the like subliminals and all that stuff but like just the words just the words like his we, flow was a little bit different i mean i'm not gonna say that i'm the biggest jay-z fan so maybe he's done this before but I mean, I just heard it the first for the first time before we started recording. I'm like, well, his flow sounds a little different, but I like it. Yeah, he was he was doing a little extra extra yeah, for y'all. Jay Z always makes me feel poor, like when I listen <laughs> to his his raps. But I enjoy it. I mean, yeah, Beyonce's husband. I mean, whatever. So I enjoyed a few of the, how do I put it, running themes, if you will. Um, he talked about ownership, which I really loved. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, how I, I understand when people say, like, I can't relate. Like, I don't know what this wealth talk is about. But mm-hmm. I think ownership, even in your own life, you can try to apply it. Mm-hmm. Like, even, let's say, people who are creatives, right? And then you might want to, you know, look at an opportunity. Because, you know, we creating is not free, no matter pretty much right. what you're doing. So, But I think ownership and never giving away your creative control and never giving away you know uh, entirely what you work on unless that was your goal was to sell it i think that's important so knowing your worth and ownership i love that he talked about that unity he talked about his relationship with big back why i don't know um <laughs> it was the subliminal line i was like oh okay. yeah i was like, and then of course thirsty ass kanye the throne too oh, bro it's not happening he was like link link no he's not, he didn't say that yeah. all he said was I that him to he's stop never trying gonna to make fetch happen yes like all he said was that he's never gonna like talk bad about you in public <laughs> and you over here trying to get your old thing back like can, can you be happy that he's your friend that before you try to go make an album to you right oh my god he's so thirsty i was like kanye yeah and then my favorite part, of course, of the verse is that when he was talking about like my house is like a resort, my house is bigger than yours, and he was like my, sp- and then he was about to say my spouse, and he didn't even have to fucking say her name. He yeah. don't, you don't even have to mention, yeah. and you just know, like it goes without being said, like his wife is Beyonce, yeah, and that's will forever be his that is greatest just, accolade. Ugh. When I'm like ninety and I look back, like damn, like Jay Z and Beyonce were really a thing. Yes. They were really a thing. They are Jay Z is him and she is Beyonce and they are married and have a family. Mm. <sighs> well, that's all I have. You are a fan fan of Jay Z. And like it just amazes me. We really had a whole episode on four forty four. You know that, right? I know. We sat up in here and, and broke down a whole album. That was the only time we've ever done an album we've ever breakdown. We've done a whole album for an episode, just because. But I mean, it's important. We weren't like particularly fans of everything. Mm-hmm. Well, I know for a fact that you weren't a fan, and I know I was definitely still mad at him over Lemonade. So well, I didn't yeah. really want to hear a lot of that shit he was saying. I liked. I mean, I I like Jay Z. I'm not a super fan. Like I can't. I can't hold my own in an argument or debate <laughs> when it comes to Jay Z. Like I like what I like, and you know, okay, but. I love the messages. I love yeah. it. It's aspirational. Like, I love it. Yeah. Is that the right word? Is it aspirational or inspirational? Inspirational. Sure. I know what you meant, though. Yeah. So is that all you have for That's all I had. Go ahead. Okay, so I'm going to start from, like, 
I'm going to start with something kind of like trivial, not to take anything away from this young lady, but I knew like this week that I was like super emotional and PMSing, not like, you know, you know, not sad, but I was just like super heightened emotions. So like every little thing was making me cry this week, bitch. Okay. So Kayla tried to tell me about it before, but I was like, no, I want nothing. I don't want nothing to do with it. Fucking thank you next. Okay. I, <laughs> that is my song. Whole, you know what? Did we talk about it bef- we last did. week before we recorded? Yeah, and, and I was I like, was I don't so, want nothing. Yo, I don't want nothing then, to do with it. I think last week I might have been deep in my feelings. Yeah. And I was like, no, Drew. The girl was talking. Like, no, honestly. Okay, so the reason, when I first heard Thank You Next, the shit caught me off guard because she said something about Mac Miller. So I was like, okay, so this will be the last time I listen to this <laughs> shit. So that was that. And I was like, I'm never listening to it again. Period. So... Kayla talked about it last week and I was like, no. Julia was like, "Mm mm-hmm, made her tea. I was like... (laughs) Yeah, I was making my tea. Like, that's nice. I'm never listening to that song again. So, um... She posted, like, on Twitter, like, the little behind the scenes. I know she was making a music video for it. And it was, like, a play on, like, Mean Girls and, like, a whole bunch of other, like, you know, wrong Legally Blonde, yeah. Yeah, so I saw that she posted the behind the scenes. I was like, let me just watch this shit. And I heard, like, the... Like, a little melody to the song. I was like... I feel like I'm about to cry. And so I was listening. I was like, this is a beautiful ass fucking song. It's a song. beautiful and I was song like, with a beautiful message. I like it. And I, like I said, once I got past the first little part, I was like, okay, sis, I feel you. Been I there. feel you. Been, listen. Lived I've been there, playing that actually. shit nonstop for like it's, the past I don't know. few Julia, days. I've been playing it on repeat. Like, listen. Screaming it. Screaming the lyrics. Okay. I'm like I'm an adult. Joy, my roommate, she's like, I don't want to hear this song ever again. Breeze is saying the same thing. My little sister was like, I'm not listening to Thank You Next with you no more. And I'm like, you don't understand. No, it like, and I feel like each time I hear it, it's like the first time I've ever heard it. So I'm like, wow, I'm emotional. Okay, this is a great ass fucking song. I'm telling you, like once I don't know. You better, Julia, you're not crying again. No, 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 I'm done crying. Like no, I'm not crying right now. (laughs) I'm not crying right now. But like. The song is just. It's, it, I love the part where she's like, cause I like I said I don't know if I said it. No, we weren't recording yesterday. I mean last week when I said it. But when you think about getting the lesson and then being able to apply that and move on as a better version of yourself, that shit is powerful. Yeah, she was like, you know, I, I'm so amazed and I've loved and I've lost and now look what I got now. Thank you. Next, I'm like, bitch, you're fucking right. You're absolutely you're right. Absolutely right. Look at me now, hoes. Thank you. Next. Like Thank I you. really like I don't song, have to like still like you, still want to be with you, right? To be thankful for that for that Honestly, experience. I said Thank and I was you, like, Damn. but next, right? Like Damn. thinking about like past experiences with like past people, and I'm like, wow, wow. I really don't give a fuck. I really don't like, give a fuck. Damn, like I have really turned the corner with like all I'm of this shit. You, that's like, what I was trying to say. Like the moment that you like can get to that point where mm-hmm. you're like. I got the lesson and I, it made me who I am. It's mm-hmm. made me better. And now I'm better for whatever's next. Right. That's like the most beautiful part. I feel like that's where I am in my life right now. So finally, I was like, let me just listen to this damn song. And I have not turned it off yet. That shit is addictive. Listen. It's addictive. It is. And it's, it may seem so childish, but like. That's what I, I think it's because it's Ariana Grande and she just looks like right. juvenile. But and, the girl, like not for nothing, the girl has had a hard time. Huh just with niggas and then just everything like yeah. listen so i'm like all right anthem sis, if you could be bopping around here like that then so can i <laughs> shit oh, okay man. so thank you all next right. is a bop okay um now on to more serious matters 
Um, so the song, I'm sorry, the album with Meek Mill, mm-hmm. I didn't listen to any of it. But one of my friends was like, oh, he's a song with Ella Man is good. So I listened to it. And I like it because it samples me, myself, and I. It's a cute little bop. I mean, the bird in me likes the song. Just because it's, it's <laughs> head ass. <laughs> it's a nice Who song. Who are we? It, look, it's not bad. Okay, whatever. We are <laughs> head and ass, okay? <laughs> okay. So um, did I already talk about Sm- uh, Smino's album, Noir? No. Okay, so Smino came out, came out with the album. We, I meant to talk about this a while ago, but we kept getting sidetracked with other things when it comes to what's good. But he put out an album called Noir. Um, of course, it's amazing because it's Smino. Duh. Um, people seem to like it less than the last album he put out, and I just don't understand why. Um, they're both great in their own right. I mean, this does have a different sound, but it's still Smino. It's still his ex- experimental raps, but like, he has bars. I mean, I don't know. Tamino's in like a whole other lane. Like, I can't even describe it. I mean, if you haven't heard the album, go listen to it because I like it. Shit. K. Trinata put out a new album as well. Um, if you know K. Trinata, you know his sound. It's it's more of an EP. Like, it's not long at all. But he has a song on there with Ty Dolla Sign, which is nice. It's it's different, but it works. Um, I think that's pretty much... Oh, no. J.I.D. put out an album. Now... I won't say that like I'm the biggest fan of J.I.D. because I mean I listen to his stuff here and there, but this last album I really like. Um, he has a song on there with B.J. the Chicago Kid. It's called it's called Strawberries, like strawberries Ooh. with a K. Um, I like it most it sounds because steamy. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could call it like a little love song or whatever, but I like it. <laughs> I like it. Um, Mac Miller helped produce it before he died and I can I, like when I listen to it I can like hear him on the song I'm like this A this sounds like something that he had his hands in and B like he would went perfect on this fucking song but yeah um, all in all though the whole album is good um, he has a, a, another song on there it's about drugs and like you know not being on them anymore and how yeah, he was kind of like raising awareness to like people who were like abusing drugs um, recreationally and you know how they need to fucking do better because the shit is claiming lives in one way or another but um the album itself is really good i think that's pretty much all i have for um what's good like i have more stuff but i'll like save it this is Meryl's coming back too they announced that they're gonna be back on showtime in in february i hope the format of the show stays the same i hope i think it'll be way more raunchy because it's showtime right yeah so they can like say more say say a lot more sounds good to me i mean i listen to bodega boys so it's like if you listen to the podcast but even though like the podcast that they have and then the show that they had on viceland it was too different it was it was different just because viceland of course there's stuff it's that like you can't produced, say on tv yeah. yeah and then the podcast like it was just literally them two niggas like shooting the shit yes back and, forth. and it is 100 that now i hope that those show on showtime will bring me all of the elements that the show on viceland gave me but you know with a bit more rawness that the podcast gives so we'll see i'm excited either way though i love them so yeah we can go on to uh, clownery um okay why are you looking at me like <laughs> I'm that i'm ready for you to talk about about rick ross gonna, yes oh he disgusted me this week first of all okay so like i said i was listening to meek's album mm-hmm. and that was the only song i listened to the one that has jay and rick ross on it right rick ross i don't know if he's going deaf i don't know <laughs> if his headphones went out i don't know if they sent him the wrong beat i don't know <laughs> what was happening but he just sounded off when i heard the track and um 
he decided that I mean he he honestly at this point it's been how many years and Rick Ross raps about the same shit. like his content is his last album was good I'll give him that but Rick like Ross the content like be lack, raps, though, it's he? lacking and he's not creative with it we know what he's gonna say we know how he's gonna say it like it's predictable at this point like mm-hmm. Derek's agreeing and he's he's a producer so I, I feel good now I feel like I'm I'm stamped mm-hmm. but um I just felt like it was unnecessary for him. And he wanted to throw in, just for a little extra spice, he wanted to throw in the F word. And I'm like, for what? Like, it's 2018, first of all. <laughs> Why are you talking like that? You just sound, like, to me, you just sound ignorant. It just shows your ignorance. Like, why, you, at your age, think that it's okay to use, like, slurs? Like, what? I don't understand. Yeah. Like, you had nothing else in your vocabulary? It, it just it just showed, to me it just showed like a lack of creativity it was like a lack it was like it just like it was like a flop all the it just flopped <laughs> all the, after it. that he's like he's stupid i know like, he dropped the f-bomb i know that people yeah and it was like dead at the end so it was like you really could have left it off and you really could have replaced it with something else oh. and you really were talking about nothing anyway and you were talking about nothing offbeat how do you do that on the song with jay-z like that <sighs> because I, I heard know. jay-z's verse he played it for me so i'm like well, yeah what a, yeah how do you <laughs> Anyways, I'm just, I'm just tired. I'm tired. And I, another um piece of clownery to niggas on Twitter. Because stop trying to be cute and stop trying to be clever and stop trying to be funny in my mentions. I'm what tired. Oh, I told you. I thought you were talking like, about something completely No, different. hell no. But uh, <laughs> I was talking about when I had tweeted, oh, what's this new Instagram update? Call, call, call um, customer support. Blocked, bitch. Because you're trying to be funny <laughs> on my time and I don't have time. Stop it. This is not your stand-up special. This is not, you know, your time to shine. I don't know you. If you look, click on my page, it clearly shows you I'm not following you back. So just stay People in your People love lane. to do that. They love to use you as Quote your tweet. Exactly. You yes. can't be funny on your own. Listen, <laughs> I don't even know you, my guy. Like, what do you? I'm tired. Oh man. Do I go on your page and look for content? No. No. Oh my god. It's annoying. Okay, so my clownery this week. <laughs> I just want to talk to a few of you um, who have a lot to say about Young Miami from the City Girls. Now. Uh oh, I'm scared. Okay, so we all know the City Girls, they're from Miami. Um, They're hood girls or whatever. Like, okay, okay. But people have a lot to say about Young Miami. One, because, you know, they're gaining a lot of popularity. JT is not here to, you know, say anything. So, of course, all of the attention is going to be on Young Miami right now. I get it. But y'all need to leave this damn girl alone with the way she speaks, the words that she says, her flute? accent or whatever she did say flute out what like okay like, i love flute out right and i mean i think it's so funny y'all honestly y'all obviously don't know people that are f- like hood for real y'all are like used to like the pseudo hood like the trap brunch and shit <laughs> like that the knuck if you buck br- the knuck if you brunch y'all used to that knuck y'all are knuck not if you brunch is the name of this episode y'all are not used to like real hood people if y'all are used I to people her. from the fucking like the projects like the hood and this is nothing new like, my thing is if you were actually to go to like those areas you would never go and like correct them and how they speak like right. if she said flute you'd be like it's flown you would never right you wouldn't so say you that get shit on twitter in, in miami wherever she where's she from overtown you wouldn't you say that to, shit. you gotta keep that same energy right i feel like y'all need to like just lay off her like so if not if if for nothing else because like these niggas one can't rap like that two they 
don't have good interviewing skills. These niggas are not well spoken. No out personality. Here. Dry. Right? What the? Like, you remember the Migos' first interviews? Exactly. It was. It was like nobody spoke. Cringeworthy. Clearly. Nobody spoke up. Nobody, nobody wanted was to able be there. to articulate themselves properly. So what the fuck? Even like um. Now, I don't know if this is appropriate. Like, it was like Chief Keith. They used to interview him. Oh, my God. His first Breakfast Club interview was, like, hard to watch. Right. And I know that they say he had, like, a... Doesn't he have, like, a... Like, a... Like a nah. It's not a mental illness, but he has, like, like a, a speech impediment? Yeah, or something like that. I don't think so. He speaks clearer now. I saw him. He did that, um... The Therapist is on Viceland. Uh-huh. He did his episode. It was pretty good. He didn't want to say too much, like but I that's say, understandable. You niggas, like, are not well-spoken. Well, I think oh, I saw... Oh, yeah, definitely. Who was the one yeah. um, that has all the... Is it NBA Youngboy? I saw some interview with him, and I'm like, who the fuck is this? Like, yeah. why is... Who is this child? What's I his want, name, too? The um, Black Youngster, I think it is. Well, Have he, you heard him talk? He has a stutter. And nobody says shit. Right. Like, <laughs> y'all just let him rock. Kodak Black. Like, I mean, I just feel like y'all... He's at... Well, I don't know. I feel like, look... If y'all are going to be like this with the men, y'all need to be like this with the women too. Like, stop putting so much pressure on these women. Like, let them fucking be. Yeah. The girl don't give a fuck. She done told y'all that she don't give a damn. Now, I'm not saying that she's not problematic because she has said some fucked up things. But as far as the way she talks, like her vernacular, whatever it is, leave that damn girl alone. Amen. Why does it hurt you the way she's talking? And y'all are trying to like pit her and the rest of the city girls up against like what the fuck, Lauren Hill and Michelle Obama and shit? Why can't women just coexist in a world where there are there are different types of women here? Like, why why do we all have to be? If y'all think way? Michelle Obama didn't want Barack to pay for shit, you got life fucked up, right? Like, you what think the fuck? Michelle was like, I'll pay is. for the date? No, it's okay, Barack. Put your wallet down. I guess this is like the, it's the delivery, but so the fuck what? And, and the delivery is subjective to the person, right? That's her way. That's, Leave but that the message is the same. You don't know. You can't just put all. I feel these... like it's 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 a borderline anti-black. The way that y'all are like treating this damn girl about the way that she speaks. She's ignorant. She's this. She's that. Why? Because she speaks in a way that you know you and your you know it, it, her blackness don't look like yours. Yep. What the fuck? Just because she didn't you know grow up in Jack and Jill like that don't mean shit. <laughs> she's still just as black as the rest of us. Y'all like hood shit. I thought y'all liked hood shit. We had an episode on that. I like. I thought y'all was all about the hood shit. But when y'all see a girl from the hood, y'all want to flame her up. Y'all are fucking. Yeah, y'all want to pick her apart. Right. Like, I may not be the best, like you know, person who knows how to like articulate themselves. When I'm around like my friends and like even like my family and people that know me, like I speak differently because I'm from Tampa. I speak like somebody who's fucking from Tampa. Like, what? Y'all are stupid. Like, and I just I can't. (laughs) I want y'all to leave that damn girl alone. She don't, and she has told y'all time and time again that she does not give yeah, a fuck. Yeah. So y'all look stupid. Y'all look pressed. Like, how is the way that she's speaking in interviews? How does that hurt you? Other than like the problematic shit that she says, like other than that, yeah, the content the is way, one thing, right? But the delivery is, like I said, is subjective to the person. Right. It's how just, she wants to say it. It's her saying her it. Alone. Fuck, like yeah. go watch a, a whole bunch of fucking old Lisa Bonet interviews if you just want like all of this fucking substance. Go watch Felicia Rashad. Like leave the damn girl alone. If this is not your cup of tea, okay, but you don't have to, you know, fucking do the most to like drag her down. Like that shit is corny as fuck. But that's all I had to say about that. Y'all need to leave that damn girl alone at this point. Cause she don't give a damn, and when JT get out, both of them ain't gonna give a damn together, and y'all just gonna be mad, and that's just gonna be it. So that's pretty much all I got. You don't have anything else? That's all I had. Okay. <laughs> I want y'all to know, Kayla. Like, look. Uh, all right. Um, I actually did have something else. What do um, you have? I had. I think it's time for the main topic. 
You didn't have no. Oh, do you watch Love After Lockup? Yes. Did you see the Where Are I They Now? See, no. Girl. Where are they now? Allah's back in jail. For drugs? Yes. She was she was thrown out on the last James episode. James moved on. He got a new girlfriend. Allah be calling from jail harassing him. Get out. Lamar's back in jail. Nuh-uh. <laughs> he violated his parole. Damn. I think he got like five months or something like that. Okay. Garrett. They and, were married too, right? Yeah. Jonna moved to Texas. She don't live in Tampa no more. Garrett still live in Tampa. He got a new girlfriend. Black? She's like Hispanic. Oh. Like Latin. Um... Who else was on that show? That I didn't really care about nobody else. That show is gold. If you do not watch Love TV After Lockup, gold. gold. You okay. have to watch it. Basically what it is, it's like these people meet pen pals. Yep. In season two, Lizzie's getting out. The one, the man, the old man who sent her like. Oh shit. The one that had the phone in jail. Yeah. He, she's getting she's out. out. She's getting out. I he saw, spent like, all that money. He spent $90,000 on her. 90000 <laughs> Shut up. And then the other lady who like her her boyfriend was in jail and she was like she kept sending him money. She was like, I feel like a sugar mama, but I kind of like it. Her when she went up to the jail to like get him out and he didn't come out. She oh was yeah, like, the white lady. Yeah. So he's getting out. Um, but yeah. So basically, Love After Lockup is a show where people they meet pen pals online and they're in jail mm-hmm. and they form relationships with them and some of them get married and yeah, majority of them get married. Listen, Child. gold. That show is good. Okay. It's amazing. Oh, the other ones, the one he went to, he got in a bar fight and went to jail. They're back together. I don't know that one. I, I think his name was one. Christian or something like that. I don't remember that one. Yeah, they were kind of like the boring ones, but. Yeah, I probably, I will I will fast forward through the couple I don't like. Yeah, Um. but what's her name? And Lamar, she moved to California for him. Yep, and he was in jail. And he went back to jail. She done uprooted her life in Utah with her children. Because how you get to know somebody? You spend time with them. Amen. A gem. <laughs> That is a life lesson. That is a good ass show. Oh my god, who you gotta watch that? Where are they now? Because that shit I is do. a mess. It's probably on the DVR. I don't even know it. Okay, but okay. So the main topic. So for the main topic this week, we kind of wanted to talk a little bit. We kind of wanted to switch gears. I'll say, um, it's not that much shenanigans this week. Um, we wanted to kind of talk about black womanhood and what it really means to us. So I want to start out um, posing the question because I've been, you know, really inspired this week just by different things that I've been reading and seeing and things like that. So I want to kind of pose the question to, you know, both of us, but I'll start with you. Um, Okay. What is, what, first, like what, what is your brand of black woman? Like, who are you? Like, that's a deep question. How would you, come on, we're going to get there. I know. You you started off off rip. I thought we were going to start a little lighter. It's all right. It's all right. Who are are you? Um, What is your brand of black woman? That's something that I think I've been discovering as I've grown older. No, same. And as I've been getting to know myself, I think my brand of black woman is just to be multifaceted. Like my thing is we can be whoever we want. Mm-hmm. And we can do whatever we want. And there's a time and a place for everything. And you don't have to pick right. who or what or I'm this or this is the the set of verbs or actions that describe me. Like, no, right. it's, if I want to be, you know, focused and I want to be working, I want to do this. That's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. If I want to be city girls tomorrow or that's what I'm going to do. Right. If I want to whatever, they're all parts of you. You don't have to pick. So I just want. I think if I had any message that I wanted to pass down to like my little sister or my daughter is to be unapologetic about being yourself, mm-hmm. whatever that is, however that looks. Right. 
So that's me. That's the, that's what I think my brand of black, especially for black women, because we already have like so many expectations and labels to be accepted. Like, yeah. you know, you have to look a certain way. You have to talk a certain way. Your hair has to be down a certain way. Yeah. You know, your, your body has to be if you listen, if you're black and overweight, listen, Curtains. it's a whole yeah. nother like a whole nother battle for you. So mm-hmm. like you have so many or like if you're, you know, a, a black trans woman. Like, yeah, it's so yeah. many. It's like it's like you listen, you already have black woman and then let let you add queer, someone yeah, more. Just oh, anything. my God. Yeah. It's like a whole different fight. So like just to like especially for black women for us just to like accept ourselves in every way that we are and everything that we are Mm -hmm. i think that's the biggest thing for me that's the biggest message and that's the biggest learning experience that i've had so far yeah i would say like everything that you said (laughs) but i would say that my brand of black woman is unconventional um i love that for you i've (laughs) i've like you said i've been discovering who i am you know a lot more recently and i've learned to like embrace every single part of me even like the low parts even the like i've embraced my quirks like i've just i'm 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 more into the wholeness of of it all of me and so i would say that like my brand of black womanhood is number one it's just unconventional like like you were saying like we don't have to fit into a box we don't have to be this way or that Mm -hmm. way because i mean like you said sometimes i go out to the club and you know i like hood shit but you know, I can do, be that, and then I can also be, I what do you what would you call it a nerd? Or I could also like rock music, or I could also you know read different types of books, or just be into different types of shit. I could like indie music. I could like this. I could like that. So, I'm um, you know I I'm not I, I say all the time I'm not like the most graceful person. So. I'm really clumsy and awkward sometimes, not in like a cutesy way. Like I make shit weird sometimes, and that's just <laughs> that's just who I am. Like, and I've I've embraced it. Um, and yeah, like like you said, it is very important. That's one thing that I would want. I have a son. I don't have a daughter. Uh, but you know, I, I, one thing that I would want to teach my son, like these types of black women deserve respect as well, just Amen. because they're not the ones that you see on TV all the time, or they're not you Michelle Obama, right? Yeah, the, these types of women they deserve just as much respect as anybody else. So I think that that would be you know how I could best describe my brand of you know black woman. So, um, I would, I want to ask you, um, who would you say like inspires you? Like, how did you, who, who make up the pieces of, and this is like, I hope you're, you're understanding what I'm saying when I say this, like, who are the women who, who Who I like saw and was like, wow, I see see you and I feel like you see me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, let me think. Let me think. I'm going to think back to even as a kid. Like, who mm-hmm. did I see? And I was like, oh. Yeah, let's let's do that. Let's think. You like, know who I loved as a kid? As a kid, Tatiana yeah. Ali. Really? I loved her so much on Fresh Prince. Because she was the little sister. Mm-hmm. I'm a little sister. Like, she was like, yeah. I'm the middle child. And I felt like her role, she was always like kind of like ignored. And she was like kind of like, oh, oh yeah. see me, see me. <laughs> yeah. So I always like identified with that. Mm-hmm. Um, who else did I love as a kid? Through, like, you know, adolescence, teenage teenage who did i feel like i identified with i don't know what the fuck i had going on as a teenager honestly mm-hmm. i don't remember those years are a blur um <laughs> <laughs> as an adult you know i love um karen civil yeah. i love like the work she does mm-hmm. i love um i love tiana taylor i love these women because i feel like they went through a process to get to mm-hmm. their selves now and because i feel like 
sometimes you don't know for a while what you right. want to do. And as I've heard their stories, or sometimes like, especially Tiana, people will be like, well, what do you do? Well, what do you do? And mm-hmm. you're like, shit, I do it all. Like I can do everything. Like I'm good at multiple things. And sometimes when you are one of those people that right. know a little bit about a lot of things, mm-hmm. like some people just seem to think that you don't fit in anywhere. Yeah. And I think it's inspiring to see that, no, you can find your footing. You can find a way to like maneuver between different things mm-hmm. and still make it you and still make it a part of your brand and, you know, be successful at it. So right. um, who else do I love? I love Tracy Ellis Ross. Oh, I love, love her. I love her That's because like my mom, I love her so much <laughs> because not only is she my Scorpio sister, I just feel like she is so graceful. I feel like mm-hmm. she's still fun. She doesn't take herself too seriously she does she's not a, a pick me yeah. she's doesn't she's not married she doesn't have kids and she doesn't dwell on it she's right. not like out here feeling sorry for herself right. she's living her best life yeah and she's inspiring because like for a while if i'm thinking like okay what if i never end up with a family or marry yeah. you know what i mean i'm like well how, what does it look like and it, it could look great yeah so um who else do i love i would say like with me when i was a child i would i <laughs> I didn't really look up to many women when I was a child just because I just, I don't know. But who I will say that I really liked and always like intrigued me was Left Eye from TLC. My I was sister. like, who the fuck is this? I like, tell people it was related. We who have the same last is this name. girl? Like she's loud. She got like this hair. Like she just does whatever the fuck she wants. And I always thought like as a child, like that is cool as shit. Yep. Like this girl don't give a damn. Like she was always the one on the TLC songs who was rapping. And she always had like, they all wore baggy clothes, but like she was just more out there than the other two. And I was like, damn, like that's cool as fuck, you know? Um, I would say after that, as I grew up a bit, like I really used to love Lynn from Girlfriends. <laughs> I love Lynn from Girlfriends. Oh, Lynn. She was me and I am her. Okay. Yeah. Um, now in my adulthood, I would say, you know, I love Solange. Yeah. Just because even before I had a son, I always thought like her just having that kid and just still being herself still be like when she cut off all her hair like I was like I mm-hmm. want to cut all my hair off like Solange so I did and I just I really really like Solange and then now like she speaks more to like you know my brand of motherhood mm-hmm. um you know now she's married and you know she's she just she's just free like Solange she does is. whatever the fuck she wants and again she's like kind of like that unconventional black girl because you if you look at Solange you would never think that she's like this hood girl still and it's just it, it meshes together so well and i just i love Solange for that like and she's unapologetic in what she does i love she that she gives you what she gives you but she still maintains a mystery about her which is something that i think that i do like y'all think y'all may think y'all know me but like there's <laughs> a lot of stuff that y'all just don't i love know. when you share though because yeah. you do it in a way that is so right i don't know it's so like how do I put it? It's not not for entertainment, mm-hmm. but it is so like you, you're just sitting at the edge of your seat, like oh my god, it's about to, <laughs> here we go. Here we hold on, guys. Yeah. Here we go. So I mean, I think that she's like my number one. I you know I I like Issa Rae as well, just because of everything that she has done with the show and everything. I feel like Issa Rae's mind is a lot like mine. Mm-hmm. You know she she's very like meticulous and like calculated the things that she does. So whenever she does stuff, I'm like yes. I knew, like, I knew what you were thinking when right, you, did, when you like, did that. Yeah. Is she a Capricorn too in real life? I think so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> she gives um, me that vibe. Who else? Um, there's so I many like people. all the Instagram I girls. I like, I love the Instagram, Instagram girls. girls. Anybody selling flat tummy tea, anybody with a Fashion Nova code, mm-hmm. anybody out here mm-hmm. getting their motherfucking money yeah. from, listen, 
from engagement and from stuff like that like don't let nobody like make fun of you or right. shame you That's shut just the fuck up work. let's play big bank take little bank yeah. okay like I don't want to hear that like I love that get your coin invest it into something do something with it like the don't people hating they doing shit yeah. them niggas with that rock oil jeans on shut the fuck nothing. up like do never ever like I love those girls get your money mm-hmm. listen what would they say on the players club you better use what you got to get what, get you, what want, you want okay right. it's like, like all listen, we ever trying to do anyway if you if you'd be you, a fool to not profit off it right even if you got like a fucking degree and you out there trying to corporate hustle okay that's fine you can do Congrats, it that way yeah. but let these other people do it their, their way. way okay right. it doesn't affect you don't follow them and that's all i have to say about that i mean yeah i mean as far as the instagram girls i follow a lot of I love Miracle Watts. Yeah, yeah. I love Amber Rose. Like, yeah. I know she's not an Instagram girl, but like, mm-hmm. you know, she has her own brand of like unapologetically mm-hmm. herself. I love that stuff. And then I follow like, you know, the unconventional black girls on Instagram, like Rico Nasty. Rico Nasty is a rapper, but she, you know, she's like borderline goth, but like, you know, she's still a black woman and she does the damn thing. I think she's cool as fuck. I follow Jungle Pussy. Again, a rapper, you know, but I like her. Like, mm-hmm. she. She's like, I, I don't know how to describe Jungle Pussy. She's just out there, but I fucking like her. And then Baby Mother's a rapper too. Now, she Baby Mother's from like Memphis. Country as hell, but she be rapping about some off the wall shit. But she's dope. She has four children. And yeah, That's her name's lit. Baby Mother, yeah. She had, well, she had two twins, two sets of twins. <gasps> Yeah, so she's like, I'm not having no more oh, kids. Oh, wow. Like, I, I want one, sis. Yeah. Now, God, she don't, had, don't. She had two sets of twins. Don't get a sense yeah. of humor on me. But she's dope. And like, it, it's like, these types of women can mesh well with like the Miracle Watts and the Lyra Galores. Like, and it, we all can exist. And Ex- that's, the, that's and I, I think that's like, perfect. That puts it perfectly. We can all exist. And I feel like we do. It's just men that won't <laughs> let us. Like, y'all have to constantly pit us against one another. The Michelle Obamas and the degreed up girls, y'all gotta yeah. put them against the Miracle Watts. Like, you, you are, and the you're a Cardi Wars. B. You need to be like a, a Aisha Curry, right? And then there's Erasure from like fucking the punk rock black girls or the unconventional black girls. Like y'all don't fucking pay attention to them at all when they're right. just as dope as the other one, talented as fuck. So men are the problem. Bottom line. But um, hey. yeah, I just wanted to know, like, you know, as far as um. Why are you smiling? I feel like it's some bullshit coming. What? What, Ju? No, no, that's okay. it. No, I promise. There's no shenanigans. I also okay. wanted to ask you, what do you think that you could do to improve yourself? Like, what would make you better? Damn. What? I'm just going to start off and say I think I'm pretty great already. Oh, absolutely, um, yeah. I, I just wanted to put it out there for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, What could I do to I make myself to better? I also about that, too. We'll put a pin in that. Okay. Um... I feel like I could listen more. I feel like I'm open-minded, but I feel like I already, I will, I'll be listening as a courtesy because I already have my mind made up. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I am, I'm sorry, I, I don't know. Listen as a courtesy. Yeah, I'm listening to be polite and I know I'm supposed to listen to you and not like to try dismiss to ingest, you. Yeah. But like I'm, I, I should probably at least be open-minded mm-hmm. to what other people have to offer. Right that's more work related that's not in my personal life like i value all my friends opinions i mm-hmm. i'm if i ask you i'm genuinely wanting you to tell me what you think because i'm lost <clears throat> right um what else i don't know this is hard for me because i'm a scorpio and i think i do everything right that's your thing that's one thing oh, that you thank could, you there you go <laughs> that's one thing that you would do to make yourself better, better. yeah like, Stop thinking I'm always fucking right. Right, it's okay to be wrong sometimes. I know, and I have a hard time. I have a hard time apologizing. <laughs> I have a hard time saying I'm wrong. Really? I'll try to, yeah, 
I'm an, and I watched this video about like, you know, how your childhood, like how you grew up mm-hmm. and me, like I'm always apologizing. Why? For like, I'm overly Fuck apologetic. Fuck that. We need to figure out why I'm wrong I'm first overly, before I can apologize. I'm overly apologetic and like, I don't want to step on no toes. I always want to like, well, like it's something I've had to overcome, but I'm always trying to like prove myself, prove my worth. It had a lot to do with my upbringing. Okay. You know, with that the way sense. that my, like having overly critical parents. The borderline between overly critical parents and parents who just don't care. Like, so I'm, I feel like I'm, I, I've been in a space for like my whole life where like I'm always trying to like gain approval from people. I have okay. to prove myself. Now, not so much because fuck y'all. But before I was like, oh, like I'm always apologizing, always trying to like explain myself. I hate being misunderstood because I'm like, you know, no, you're not giving me a chance. Even like even if the other person thinks it's not that deep, I make everything that deep. Yeah, I blow things out of proportion. Like I make things bigger than what they are just because I'm like, I'm always overcome. I'm always trying to like just prove myself. Now, like I said, no. And it's a beautiful thing. I just don't be giving a fuck what people think <laughs> no more. Like, ugh, awesome. But yeah, I think that I could also, I mean, just little like petty stuff. Like I want to become better at articulating myself because I know what I be trying to say. Sometimes the words just won't come off, come out. I can write them on a page, but sometimes I can't say them out I loud. I can say them. Like I, I can, I'm the opposite. I can say exactly how I feel. and It'll just come out. I'm, I can write, write shit I'm like, yeah name got it like i can't i can't like put it out there like i just have to say right. it i mean i also I think you're pretty do, good though yeah <laughs> i think i could also do a better job at celebrating myself now that i agree with yeah i was watching um the essence interview with scotty beam i forgot to say that she's also somebody that inspires me scotty beam crystal samantha yes, Irby, like i've Queen talked about them. yeah like you know just unapologetic and everything but scotty beam she was talking about in the essence interview how she needs to do a better job at celebrating herself when people you know give her accolades like we've already talked about me receiving compliments mm-hmm. receiving them is one thing but really believing it is another thing so i've done i've been trying to do a better job at really believing like you know what? yes i am dope like you know yes I am cool. Like I am everything that you're saying that I am. I Talented. am everything that yeah. people think that I am. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much. I like that. Yeah. Are you sure there's nothing else that you have to? I add? mean, no, not that I can think of. But I mean, like I said, I'm maybe I'm not self aware in that that regard mm-hmm. where I'm like I should work. I mean, I try to be as much as possible. Like I should work on that. But it might be like a in the moment like acknowledgement but i don't think it's any like long running bullshit that i'm on (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean yeah if i am let me know yeah not y'all juke i don't know everybody like that no i no i think you're pretty great i think that you you know if if we want to do that we can talk about what we like about each other i always say that i always that's what we on i always say that you're like super duper hardworking. thank you and i'm really scatterbrained and you're like very organized and i feel like it works because a lot of times like you came you, you were like okay well, i'm gonna come there an hour early today so we can go over <laughs> things and i'm like yes these are things that we have to go over and i've been thinking about them but i just didn't do anything because there's so much other stuff i'm thinking about and you're right let's go over let's them do it, yeah. so, but i mean you're like really streamlined and organized but i think that's a good balance because i feel like you're like I always say, like, you're like the heart of the podcast. Like sometimes like we'll be recording and I'm in my head thinking about so much other shit and you'll be sitting here like 
listen, keeping the jokes going, keeping <laughs> the content because bitch, like, and I think it's a perfect balance mm-hmm. because we have to do both. Yeah. So I think it works out. Like you always, like you, you have no problem putting yourself out there. You have no problem like just being you and being like, hey, this is it, and you know what? And everybody's like, we can relate or we mm-hmm. can get it. Yeah, that's that's important for me. Like yeah. I want people to be able to relate. I don't want y'all to think y'all weird or like yeah. you're like an outcast or like you're you're not normal for the things you go through because I've been going through the same shit. So, hey. But yeah, I think that's pretty much all I have. Um, well, we can't do on second thought now. We have no, to go back to, um, to the shenanigans. Throw, talk back Thursday. Yeah, so that's pretty much it for the main topic, you guys. Ooh, let's pull it up. Yeah. Because we're going to um, We're going to segue back into the bullshit. So, this past Thursday, we, you know, we do talk back Thursday every week. Um, this week, we did two to kind of play catch up because we've been kind of gone. So we wanted, kind of wanted to come back with a bang and a bang Ooh. is what it was. So the Which first one do you want to do first, we can do the dick size one. Okay. If that's what you have pulled up. I had it up because that's what's in order. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the first talk back question, talk back Thursday question was, does height determine, does, does height play, play a role in, in dick size? size? Now, now, um, one of my, my, uh, listen, we got to save the best comment for last, but okay. This comment comes from underscore Boderic. Hi, bestie. She said, nope, it's in the hands and it's scientifically proven. But what you guys don't know is me and Bo were on FaceTime last night and she showed him, she did, I felt like I was in high school anatomy again because she had her hand out. I was looking at my hand like, wait a second. I have the video. She, she, the only thing is um, on FaceTime when you record, it won't let you, it doesn't have any sound, Uh but she had her hand out and she was pointing and showing me different places that like will determine the length. And it's it's all in the so like. So if you have big hands, then. yes, but it's from the like the base of your palm up until the tip of your middle finger, and she said that's what. So the size this is, is how big my dick would be. That's sad. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's I'm upset. I want my pseudo dick to be big. That's I don't. I feel like I feel like I have like long fingers. My palm looks kind of big right now. I have long I fingers, like but I have a height. small hand. I'm alright. That this is nothing. I might be able to. I might be able to do I, something. <laughs> I have a small hand. Derek, hold up your hand while you laughing at ours. Okay. (laughs) Why I want to see he's laughing at our hand. Derek has a real penis, though. Oh, I guess I can't. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. But I was like, why he laughing at ours? Oh, my God. I didn't mean it like that. Okay, so I said... I said, but the, oh, to answer this, the answer is half yes, half no. The tall, skinny men carry the hammer, but the short niggas pack heat too, which is true. You can't count somebody out because of their height. I'm mad you mad you tried to make this. <laughs> I think I think that it's all in the build. <sighs> I that's what I think. I don't know. Well, what do you think? I said. Guys, Short niggas be having it. I said guys over six feet are usually disappointing. Really? I got four likes, so listen. Somebody said nah. Okay. And like <laughs> Okay, my favorite comment came from Za Out Loud. Oh. I laughed so hard. I, I, and he said, actually, a study by the Mayo Clinic shows that meat size is directly related to the level of ain't shitness in a man. The worse he is for you in your life the bigger and typically better than me and i believe i read that <laughs> the study. better than me i believe i read that study somewhere and um i'm gonna have to go ahead and second that that's true i believe that it has nothing to do with size height build anything anything of your your physical appearance it's all about the level of ancientness so 
right. You're absolutely right. I think he's right. I think I think Zahir won. Because I feel like they know that they're not shit. They don't have to be. They don't have to be. They don't have to be nice guys. They don't have to buy you flowers. They don't have to do that shit because they have the weight of the world between their legs. And that that's it. So Ariel Chin. Ari, I think her Hi Chenny. Her her Instagram is Ari Georgette. Mm-hmm. It says, So y'all are saying that the short ninjas with the burritos, anacondas, and heavy pipes. I am out. Burritos. So can we just can we just pause for a moment with that visual? That's too much. I can't. I'm done. Burritos. Listen, we were doing so well this episode. I we swear were, to God. Well, we had to circle back. We did. So, I mean, that's pretty much that for that topic. Now, update us is the next topic. How is cuffing season going for you? So, Kayla, would you like to kick it off? Um, I think we should read some of the comments. That <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it's a unanimous cuffing season. It's pretty much trash for everybody, except Brie. My little sister, yeah. She said, Brie said I've she's been cuffed, cuffed since, since 2013. Since I, yeah, since 2013 when she was, what, 10? Yeah. Everybody... <laughs> Ugh. everybody else is, everybody else was like fuck that it's not going well what about what did you say drew i didn't comment <laughs> i was hacked why are you doing Julia, this you didn't comment why are see. you doing this no, to me i think i saw your name you here. said no you said you said right here at underscore marie charles said color me cuff i didn't say that that's not color me color me cuff that's not that me that is the sweetest that's not me. I put the the laugh cry face emoji. <laughs> no, I see color me cuffed, period, LOL. Okay, guys. Well, the cat's out so, of the bag. So there's that. Everybody, know, like I said on the last episode that I was staying low and building. Okay. That was a gem. That's what I'm doing. But Kayla said. What the hell? You didn't really say anything. You just I, said I'm happy. I'm happy with how the season went. I think I'm the queen of not saying shit. I haven't said anything either. This is the first time that I've actually said anything. I have said nothing. Whatever. I feel slighted. <laughs> so can you just, can you tell us how cuffing season is I going? I said I'm happy with how it went. So is the season over? Uh, I believe so. I think you should be cuffed or not by now. I thought that Valentine's Day was the, was it. Um, I think it's through the winter. I think it's until spring rolls back around. So the winter breaks and then it's a wrap. Oh, Everybody's Lord. back to their usual shenanigans. Well, I wish you all um, love and prosperity in 2019. Um, Kayla has a nice on second thought for us. I want y'all to know that Kayla's mind has been somewhere else this entire episode. Yeah, I, you know, 2019 is coming around. And, I'm just and we have a that. lot to work on. So, yeah, my mind has been occupied okay um so what's the on second, second thought? thought i was scrolling through twitter minding my own business and i came across a tweet that i saw and it was at kaleidoscope kayla said what happens when you meet someone who deserves all your love julia our very own you are petty why <laughs> you're petty you're petty our very own at underscore marie charles said you give it to them Take my advice, wink. Oh my fucking, I was trying to be positive and and be uplifting to my fellow sisters. I sister. thought that was the, she said, listen, when she said, take my advice, I was like, wow, woman to woman, sister to sister. If <sighs> okay, you so yeah, what I meant was, you know, I know that, you know, I know myself, I done been through a lot of shit with men. And, you know, y'all done heard me on here say that I'm done with niggas time and time again. But when you meet somebody who, 
ain't did shit to you and has been intentional out the gate and has not played any games and has showed you that they are all about you and not about nobody else and that they're committed to building something with you, then yeah, it may be scary, but just take a fucking chance because it's fun. Because it's fun. Yeah. Amen. So, High five. That's it. And you deserve it. Shit. You, like, I'm not, a, I'm not a psychic. I mean, I have a pretty good feeling about things. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm def- I definitely follow my intuition. But you just never know how things are going to turn out. <clears throat> But for right now, I'm enjoying myself because I fucking deserve it. I deserve somebody to treat me this way and to, you know, it's everything that I pretty much fucking prayed for. So there we go. And I said it. And there's and we're not going to talk about it no more. That's it. <laughs> that, was that so hard, Drew? No, because you, you try to put me on the spot. I mean, you said it on Twitter. That's different. <laughs> okay. Okay. Different. Got it. Oh, man. I think that wraps up this episode. Ugh. That was follow good. us on Instagram. <laughs> follow Julia on Twitter for more of her Don't updates. Don't follow me on Twitter. <laughs> I can't believe. <laughs> I'm not saying. You see, I, I, you can't. You can't. What? Nothing. All I'm, right. Uh, I'm done. I'm just going to say Follow us after. on Instagram at Backtalk Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at underscore Backtalk Pod. Our website is backtalkpodcast.com. The email is backtalkthepodcast at gmail.com. And, um... Kayla, you can follow Kayla on no, all social media. No, 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 no. Listen, I'm not, I don't be on there, all right? <laughs> follow Kayla on Instagram. At Backtalk Podcast. That's where you can follow me. Underscore Backtalk Pod on Twitter. That's where you will find me. Oh, okay, y'all. We had fun this week. We'll yeah. see you all next week. Bye.